you're listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. We teach home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. And now your host, Techie Tony. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony, and I am your host. For those of you that do not know who I am or what I do, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. We are back. I don't even know what episode of this is, but I am excited to have this guest on. Her name is Terry. She is in the organizing space. Um, I know a lot of you probably in quarantine have spent some time trying to clean things up. Maybe it's overwhelming. Well, this is someone I know. I've had a chance to network her, network with her. Uh, she's an amazing individual and she's got a great business. Please welcome Terry to the show. Terry, hey, Tony. Know? Yes, I'm right here. Awesome. Great. How are you? Good, good. Having a great day so far. How about you? I'm doing well. Happy, uh, what is today? Today's Sunday, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Thanks for making some time. Absolutely. So Terry, the first question I always like to ask when I dig into this is just tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, I'm actually originally from Texas. Um, my dad was um, in the Air Force, so I was born at um, Shepherd Air Force Base in Wichita Falls, Texas. And then some other places that I've lived kind of in my childhood was um, in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, um, in Carlisle, Iowa. My dad was actually later um, chief of police there. And then I ended up in Missouri at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. In 1990, I'd actually moved there with my sister, whose husband was in the um, military, and went to school and stuff there. And then, so that's kind of like my childhood through that. And then I have been married for 27 years to my husband, John, and we have two daughters. They're 27 and 25, and they're both married. No grandbabies yet, but hoping to have those sometime in the future. Awesome. So, Terry... How long have you been in business? When did you start? Well, I'm, I actually launched, I consider my starting point more as my, when I launched my website, which was in March, 2019. So it's coming up on two years will be in March. Um, and it's just kind of been quite the journey prior to my starting. I mean, I did a little bit prior to that, like um, getting my LLC done, um, in April of 2017, I'd actually went to a business boutique event in Nashville, Tennessee, and it was with, I don't know if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey. Yeah. So he has like these different personalities, you know, people, um, they call them Ramsey personalities, I think. But anyway, and one of them, her name is Christy Wright, and she's the she promotes women, you know, starting their own businesses and that kind of thing. And it's called, like I said, business boutique. And it was just wonderful um, thing to kind of get me going. And then in 2018, I actually kind of went through training um, through a, a thing online called Organizer Club. And Organizer Club is a husband and wife that run it out of Florida. And the... Um, the woman, she has done organizing for quite a few years and their husband does marketing. So they have a whole program that helps you get started in the, you know, in the organizing, you know, field. Awesome. Well, that was my next question to you. I was going to ask you how you got into organizing um, okay. <laughs> with so many different um, you know, 
industries, mortgage lending, real estate, organizing seems so kind of kind of out there ish. Um, yeah. Is there a specific reason why you just are so passionate about helping people organize? Um, yeah, I um, am passionate about that. Well, first of all, I I had originally kind of had I I had a dream of actually maybe doing like life coaching, but then when I realized um, organizing has more of that hands-on, like you actually do things with the people. I really like that aspect more. And for me, organizing, um, I've just always loved it since I was a child. I was that kid that would come over to your house and, and be like, if your parents needed you to clean your room or whatever, I'm like, let's get started. And I would even already just naturally like, are you going to keep this? Are you getting rid of this? Um, when I babysat for people, I would, you know, clean up and do dishes and, you know, rearrange things. Um, and then I was always the kid too, that my mom didn't even have to tell me to clean my room. I just automatically did that. So this has been from, from childhood. Yes. (laughs) I love it. That's cool. I'm I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I like to clean and stay organized, but I don't Uh spend my entire day like or my life being organizing. Right, right. And that's okay. Because <laughs> you have other gifts and talents. <laughs> that's that's why we have you in our life. Yes. <laughs> so Terry, I really like this next question. Um, everyone's got a story behind their behind their business. Can you tell us the name of your business and the meaning behind it of how you got it and what it means to you? Sure. Um, my name my business name is Above and Beyond Organizing, and it actually has three different meanings for me. Um, The first of it is because I am a Christian and my um, belief is in God. So that above, you know, that for me is, reminds me of my focus that I'm doing this for him. Um, The second thing about above and beyond is that I really try to go above and beyond, you know, go that extra mile for my clients. Um, The third meaning for me is that above and beyond organizing, I eventually want to have like other services that may not be organizing, but they're kind of related to that. So, um, you know, even if I ever wanted to offer cleaning too, you know what I mean? Just, just, uh, and, and and a myriad of other services that could be, they're above that organizing. You should uh, consider teaming up with some cleaning companies. Maybe they do the cleaning and you do the, the organizing. I actually do have that kind of going on already, but thank you. That's a great idea. Yeah, cool. So Terry, what did you do before organizing? Okay, well, um, first of all, I do have a degree in psychology and sociology. Um, And so my, this is kind of like organizing is like my second career. Um, Prior to this, uh, my first job outside of getting my degree, I was a youth care worker for troubled youth for one year. Um, Then I did um, seven years with the state of Missouri, um, child support enforcement. That's where I enforced child support orders, um, you know, how to do wage withholdings, those kind of things. And then I did 13 years as a case manager for people with developmental disabilities. So um, it was children and adults, and maybe they had autism or um, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, all those kind of things. And I, and in that realm. I worked for the state of Missouri and also I worked for the Warren County Developmental Disabilities Board for like my last uh, six years, I think. Awesome. So you've had a variety of jobs. Yes. And then you uh, started this. 
Mm-hmm. So how has this changed and changed and impacted your, your life as being a business owner and not an employee to somebody? Oh, a lot. Um, <laughs> great, great question. Um, so I would say one of the things, obviously working for the state and the county, I mean, you didn't have to find clients. I mean, they, they signed up for services, you know, you didn't have to go find anyone. So one of the biggest changes in owning your own business is obviously you are your business um, and you are trying to find people that need your services and you are trying to, um, you have to get outside that comfort zone. I am a shy introvert. So this has been extremely difficult, but not impossible. Obviously, um, I am, you know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent, of course, of professional and personal development. So I'm always listening to different podcasts and everything to, to grow myself. But it, ha- it, is, it is a hard thing to, a, a big barrier um, when you are shy. Um, but I feel like some of the ways it's changed me is because of this, I become more confident in who I am. With my faith, it's strengthened my faith because I have to depend more and more on God, you know, to even provide the right people for me, the right, the, the clients I'm meant to help. Um, and it's, and it's a good thing just to even get to know yourself better, better. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that I do look up to is Joyce Meyer. And she always says, and this is what I believe about this whole thing about changing and stuff like that, that, you know, I'm still not, not where I want to be but thank God I'm not where I used to be. So I'm growing and I'm changing, but it definitely has changed me for the good. That's a very powerful statement. Can you say that one more time? Just that last part. I'm not where. I'm still not, I'm still not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. That is, that is powerful. I like that. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about your, your market. Who do you serve? I mean, we all have a target market of some sort. Is it senior citizens that you work best with, kids, family, single moms? Um, I have, so my general, it's just like busy women professional professionals, and they can be, you know, they can have children. Um, if they have children, I, I do have a desire and a heart to help teach them organize, organizational skills as well. Um, and then obviously if they have grown children, then we focus on, them and typically you know these they can be married or whatever because it's what I found it's typically the woman whether they're married or not they're the ones reaching out to me um and but my heart when you were saying that my heart is for like the single parent and because of my background it also is for a single parent who maybe has children with special needs like all the more I feel like that person could really use you know help I feel like your business really compliments you on oh, thank what, you. You're, what you're doing. Um, now I know I would imagine anyways, that somebody would be kind of scared to reach out. Why would somebody be hesitant to reach out to you about for help for organizing? Um, I, th- I think um, in, for, for one in society, I think we still have a stigma when it comes to, you know, we might be embarrassed, especially um, about, our spaces um, and not, you know, not wanting someone else to see that about ourselves. And I think some people also maybe 
struggle with the money aspect, you know, are they going to be able to afford it? How much, you know, how much is this going to cost? Um, then there's people that maybe think someday I'm just going to do it myself, you know, um, and maybe sometimes they do eventually do it themselves. But a lot of the time, I think, you know, that, you know, there's just like you and I, I mean, there's things that I, I want to do on my own too, but there comes a point where I need, you know, I'm going to have to reach out for help. Like when I reached out to you to help me with my laptop, <laughs> you know, I could have, you know, found as many things as I could on Google everywhere and tried to do it myself. But sometimes it helps so much to reach out to the expert and let them help you. And then it, and it's worth, it, it ends up being worth that, that money. Yeah. I agree. Can you talk a little bit about the, the process? Do you offer like a free consultation, like an initial, an initial call of some sort to kind of explain how the process works, who you are, how it, how it works, et cetera? Um, yes, I, um, I offer a, let's see. I offer like a complimentary consult call or, and, or, I say and or because sometimes that's enough and then, you know, we can schedule our first visit. Um, but say if that's not enough and maybe the person wants me to actually see their space, then I can do, you know, we may have had a small call and then I can do an, a, a complimentary in-home consult, you know, where I actually see the space and everything. And then, um, yeah, so that's how I, I start out with it. Was that your main question? Yeah, yeah, no, you got okay. it. Okay. When you go to someone's house and you get the process started, I'm assuming the customer is, you know, probably overwhelmed, a little nervous about the process. How do you make them feel comfortable without making them feel like they live in a mess? Good question. Um, well, um, I, first of all, I think that comes from like what I was saying about how society already views, you know, somebody having a, you know, quote mess, um, and I almost want to coin the term. I, it may have been said before, you know, how we have kind of like body shaming. I want to even call it like space shaming. You know what I mean? Coming in, you know, um, and just kind of judging people's spaces, you know, based on, you know, what they look like and all that and not, um, you know, not giving somebody grace because we all deal with, we all have so much hitting us, you know, so many things coming and going and all that. And um, it's easy to go and judge someone for their space. Um, but I remind the people that it's just stuff um, and to kind of separate their who from their do, just like we do in other things of life too. Um, that, that just because that space is like that doesn't make, make them less of a person and all that. And that they are skills that they can learn. I mean, they're based on, you know, just learning new habits and everything. Um, so I think mindset's very important, just like it is in so many things like life coaching and, you know, just all other aspects of life. Another thing that I might tell them is I look at it like it's a puzzle. Like we just need to figure out where, you know, everything's just kind of like if you had a whole group of puzzles sitting there, so you have all your stuff and it's all there, but we just need to figure out where those puzzle pieces fit best in this space. Do you get a sense of like, does the, does the customer get like a sense of happiness when the job's complete to see that quote unquote mess turn into oh, something, something, you know, gratifying? And Absolutely. And I think even once you organize a space, even if when I do it here, 
I mean, um, I think our spaces are just like, you got to just kind of keep working with them to see what's the most functional. You know what I mean? Cause I can organize something. I try to understand how someone works in their space, like what, you know, is most important and what needs to be here and what needs to be there. But it, you may have this continual tweaking of your space, you know, to make it even more and more functional for yourself. All right. Cause everyone's different. You got to kind of yes, adapt to their personality. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that's gotta be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> can can you share like a like a recent success story like a short story about a customer who had this and went to and just how it helped them as a person yes I um I have someone that we've been working on um numerous spaces in her house and actually we do this weekly um and I and I do I do some additional things for her that are kind of outside of the realm of organizing. Um, like at one point I was, you know, helping like with the grocery shopping just because she was so busy. Um, and I think she could see this, like, she's always going to need my help. But honestly, as we've gotten her, her, as we get each space organized and you know where things are, it just makes it so easier to where, you know, every time I come, like things are, still back still in their places you know what I mean because she knows where they go um like one like an issue was maybe like clothing buildup from laundry once we were able to decide where you know because a lot of that can come from if you just don't know where something goes that's where a lot of your you know buildup of stuff comes from because you don't either have the space for it or you just don't know where to put it so anyway I feel like she finally can see that there's going to be an end point when we get everything organized, there's going to be a time where she won't need me and that's okay. It's okay to work yourself out of a job. <laughs> yeah. I love how you can help people feel comfortable with themselves and mm -hmm. know that it's okay to ask for help if you absolutely in any situation. Yes. <laughs> and they get kind of a, a reward and you get that satisfaction of yes I, before and after pictures are my favorite too probably my absolute favorite just seeing the transformation do you have, do you have any i do uh-huh uh, i have i have tons on my phone i just i'm trying to you know you know with the different aspects of your business trying to handle all of it you know yeah. trying to do the social media and all that and trying to figure out how the best way is to promote them and i do have some on facebook and i have some like on my website but um, I haven't developed my own system to have it consistently. Oh, you got a lot going on. You know, you're working. Yeah. <laughs> company's not even a year old. Or a little over a year. <laughs> so there's not, a, there's not a lot of people in this space. Um, but why, why would somebody pick Terry over the competition? What separates you from the competition? Well, actually, um, the, it is growing. The competition is growing, um, which is a great thing because, like, there's all different personalities. So there's going to be more chance, you know, for people to find a good fit for themselves. Um, but for myself, why someone would pick me, what I, I would say, um, I think my, de de my demeanor and my love for people speak for themselves and my compassion and understanding um, when I'm talking with you that you can see that I do care. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm very patient with people and I'm very flexible. So one of the things about organizing is of course we could work side by side and I'm with the person and, but there's also aspects where I've worked with people 
to where they, you know, maybe they want to be at work and I'm at, I'm at their home, just kind of like you have a cleaning person or whatever, but I'm at home organizing for you. And maybe I send you texts of, you know, of different things to see if you want to get rid of them. Um, so I, I feel like I, you know, we know there's a problem and I feel like there can be multiple ways to provide a solution. And that's, that's my flexibility. Like how, what is best for you? What's going to work best for you? Maybe some people want to be right there and that's okay too. Like it's whatever works for best for the client. Um, and so with new people, like more and more organizing places coming out, like I said, I, I'm okay with that too. If I'm not the fit for you, you know, I just, I just know how freeing it is once, you know, our spaces are the way they need to be. And I want you to just be able to find that person. So I'm glad there's more and more coming out. You kind of have to be like a chameleon, right? You got to adapt to everyone's personality. Exactly. Because, because <laughs> someone, someone can say like, yeah, I want help organizing, but when it comes down to it, it's actually really hard for them if that's something that they can't let go. Yes. I'll give you an example of that too. Um, a client that I had recently, like, um, like I would ask, you know, like if, you know, I would give a suggestion where this, you know, where this could go, you know, in the room. And she would say, well, I've tried that. That doesn't work. So then the next time I would just ask her, you know, where would you like this? And she'd say, I don't know, you know, I need you to tell me. So, I mean, you know what I mean? So you got to be very flexible and be like, okay, do, you know, sometimes you're just an extension of somebody's hands. This person actually had some health issues. So I really had to do everything, but you know, she, she know she knew where she wanted things. So I kind of had to view myself, okay, I'm an extension of her hands. And so I'm just going to ask her, you know, do you know where you want this? And if not, I can help you, you know, with some suggestions. So yes, you definitely have to be flexible with different, you know, personalities and different ways where, where some people may just have no clue and just want you to just figure it all out. And that's okay too. <laughs> some people also just may want just accountability. Maybe just someone needs to, to do it. They don't know how to do it. Yes. Um, they just need someone to come in and say, okay, so, you know, this is where you start and this is where you end. Yes, absolutely. People just have no idea where to even begin. I, I can't even imagine if you had a house full of stuff, it would be extremely overwhelming. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure you've dealt with true. those types of situations as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. How do you feel about reality TV organizing? I know there's some shows coming out on TV about that. Yes. Um, I A few that I can think of, um, the biggest one I think of that came out and it's been around a while and it's, it's, it does have like organizers that come on the show and that's the hoarders show. Yeah. And um, I, I don't think I've really worked with an actual hoarder, like to the degree that's on the show. Um, but for me, I don't, I don't care for that show being televised um, because I feel like a, from what I understand about a true hoarder, they are a person who wouldn't ask for help, you know, cause they don't, they don't believe it's a problem cause it's like, a, you know, it's a mental health thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so a true hoarder is probably either family is wanting them to get help or, um, or maybe they're, they're facing an eviction notice or something like that from the city. 
so, and for us to televise that, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't care for that show. Um, but there's been some other great shows coming out about organizing. And that was, um, the, I think the first one is the Marie Kondo show with, this, mm -hmm. you know, does it spark joy? I thought that was really um, uplifting and motivating. And, and I've heard so many people talk about that and how much it helped their lives. Um, and then the, the newest, I know there's been a couple other ones. I think there was an organizer that actually did virtual organizing on, on the TV. I, I caught a glimpse of that. That looked very interesting. And then um, the home edit is the one where um, I think it's on Netflix where they, they actually work with celebrities and help them organize their spaces. So I thought that's a very positive thing. So I think I'm hoping that all of this, you know, kind of removes that stigma about it's okay if you're not organized. I mean, they're in, and that you can, there are skills that you can learn, you can get help, you can get like a reset and then you can continue on the process. Right. Where do you see your business in say five years, Terry? Um, I have a desire that hopefully um, I'd be able to have eventually have, right now it's just me. Um, I want it to be like a family business and have, you know, my family do different parts of it, but I also eventually would love to have hire employees and mm -hmm. be able to even hire someone that has developmental disabilities since that is my past and my passion and maybe even hire a single parent, you know, um, different yeah. things, you know, and help them from a different aspect. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I hope to be, you know, just even more confident than today. Um, and, you know, just and in, in supporting so many other local businesses and um, networking and finding those great referral partners and just continuing to help, you know, people transform their lives in their home spaces. Awesome. Terry, how can people get a hold of you contact information wise? Um, the best way would be, um, of course, by phone, they can call me at 636-299-6053. I also have a website above and beyond organizing.com. And there is like a contact form if they want to fill something out there to reach me. Um, I'm also on Facebook with above and beyond organizing. So through that, they could do Messenger. I'm also on Instagram and LinkedIn and Alignable. Cool. Oh, you're on Alignable. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of people on Alignable. I'm on. Mm -hmm. Well, Terry, it has been a pleasure having you on. I feel like your business complements you very well. Um, I think even though you are an introvert, you do this <laughs> well. And I, and I think that helps when you go into a potential customer's house mm -hmm. because you know, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if you can relate to them and they can, they can see the fact that you have a, a problem too with who you are, you know, as, a, as an introvert, mm -hmm. then I, I think that helps. I think you can relate to them because you can't just walk in there and expect to change someone's life, you know? Right. It takes time. And, and if, if you can get them on a level where, where it's okay to say that they need help, mm -hmm. then that changes the game, right? Because then they're right. finally admitting to that they have a problem that they need help with. They say the first step to solving a problem is admitting that you have a problem. 
Absolutely. That's, that's <laughs> not, that's not easy to do for anybody. So, uh-huh. you know, um, I recently, I'm going through a weight loss journey right now, cutting calories and carbs, and it's not been easy, but I had to admit mm-hmm. to myself that I was eating way too much. Uh, yeah. So I, I get what you're doing and I respect mm-hmm. that because it's not easy by any means. No. Habits are hard. Yes. <laughs> New, habits. New habits and old. Yeah. They're hard. They're very hard. But not impossible. Exactly. That's the key. Not impossible mm-hmm. with a little mm-hmm. work and some accountability. Anything's doable. Mm-hmm. Terry, is there anything else you'd like to add? I would. I have three tips. Um, the first tip I would have is just how important are it is to be like what you're talking about, like identifying the problem, but being a problem solver, like, and this can be with organizing and just our overall functioning with so much going on in our lives, like all day, you know, if you have an issue, make sure you write it down. Like if it has to do with your space, that something's not working so you can figure out how you can resolve that. Maybe every day at the end of the day, you know, what were my problems today and how can I, you know, do it differently? What, what, tools can I find that'll make this better? The second thing I would say is our self-talk is so important. You know, if, if we struggle with having our house unorganized, you know, telling ourselves over and over, I'm a mess is not going to be helpful. You know, we can change that talk and say things like I'm a work in progress, you know, and that I can learn these skills. Even today as you know, cause I am an introvert. So this, even doing this is hard for me. I got to get member comfortable being uncomfortable. And I had to write thing. you know, instead of saying, I'm so nervous about this interview, I had to tell myself things and even write it down and say, you know, I can do this. You know, I had to change my self-talk. The third thing that I would say is, is I quote Joyce Meyer again. Um, she has a whole book on do it afraid. So I had to do this whether I felt like doing it or not, you know, whether I felt confident or not, I had to do it. We just go ahead and take that plunge and do it. We can't wait to always be confident before we do something. So those are the three tips. And then the last thing I would just say is thank you, Tony, to you. I I really appreciate you taking the time with me and asking me these questions and, um, and hope that it is, it helps somebody in some way. I'm sure it will, Terry. I mean, you, you have a very um, difficult business. <laughs> not, it's not just like a computer company like me, you know, fix a computer and you're good to go. You really have to be a chameleon and adapt to people. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't easy for them to complete the contact form. It wasn't easy for them to right. click that link and get on camera with you and talk to you about what the issue is. Absolutely. People, people keep things to themselves. They don't exactly open up to others very easily. No, it's about developing rapport. Yeah. So when you get to the point where you can talk to them, that's when it gets real. Yes, absolutely. So for you to be able to do that as an introvert is very, very, (laughs) it's, it's talent. It really is because there's Mm -hmm. a, there's always that moment of uncomfortableness. Mm Mm-hmm. There's always that moment where you're like, I don't want to ask this question, but I have to yes. I want to offend them. How do I ask it without being you know, mean? How do I say this without saying you're being a, a mess? This isn't a good lifestyle. Like uh-huh. there's a lot to factor in, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So for you to say that without potentially giving. losing a client. <laughs> yeah. Giving person dignity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway I personally got from this is 
it's okay to ask for help. Oh yes, absolutely. If, if you're not feeling well and something's bothering you, whether it's just emotional or a death in the family, it's okay to want to reach out to somebody and say, I need to talk. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is really no different than that. No, it's not. We're all meant here to help one another. We're all in the same boat together. It's just kind of getting to that point where you, where you can reach out. Mm -hmm. I think that's where that initial consultation call really shines for you because you get a chance to really know people. And like you said, not everyone's going to pick you as their person to do their, their work. Right. Yes. In the end right. of the name mm -hmm. of the game, it's kind of like coaching. You've got to find somebody who, who works for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you're yep. not that person, mm -hmm. then, then that's okay. But the fact, the fact that they even reached out to you is tremendous. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you even took the time as an introvert to talk to mm -hmm. them about their problem is even more tremendous. Mm -hmm. So I respect you and your business for what you do for people because it's just not easy to ask for help. Nobody wants to do it. Yeah. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And everyone's had that moment in their life where they were like, I don't want to ask you this, but I have to. Yes. So Very Terry, true. thank you for being on. You did an amazing job. I'm so excited to get this out to uh, the world. Oh, thank you. And um, if you're all set, I am good. That sounds great. Hey, Terry, thank you for being on. We appreciate it, okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Anthony. You're welcome. All right.